What is up, ladies and gentlemen of the World Wide Web? It's your boy, Avenging Ben, coming at you. No, you have to cue me in. You have to say in here and with... And joining me... Just because you lost, don't be bitter. <sighs> don't be bitter. What's up, everyone? This is the Laurie Ramundo, your current GAWP in the bank, and one member of the winning team, we'll get Asylum. To, we will get to that... <laughs> In a minute, but before that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome again to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that cuts through all the bullshit and gets right to the nitty-gritty of the weird and wild world of professional wrestling on a weekly basis. Once, once so again. what's up, brother? How's it going? That's good. Well, as you can see, I have spilled a beer on your next <laughs> floor, so that's, that's the first thing that's happening. There we go. The other thing that's going on is uh, life. Life is happening. Yeah, I almost died. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, for let's those, talk about that. Yeah, unfortunately, if you're noticing, we're recording this a day late because I almost died. <laughs> you did. What? I had a horrible cold that turned into me. Uh, unfortunately, if you have asthma, and you get a cold, something like that, it can stop your breathing. Yeah. <laughs> so unfortunately, yesterday I had to rush to the ER. That canceled our interview with Leor Green. Don't worry, that will be coming soon. As well, our interview with Ken Broadway and another interview. We have scheduled coming up soon. Very soon. So, trust me. It's not that we're canceling these on purpose. Like, no. trust you, trust us, because no. like life just gets in the way, as I've learned. Because if you, if I sound much like last week, very exasperated, I'm coming off of a six to seven day streak of five days at my regular job and two days in my internship. So it's a miracle we're even here tonight. And if it sounds like we're a voice short tonight, that's because Whole Milk Mike is not only starting a new job this week, but that's not why he's not here. He's mad. Let's, he let's, is let's mad about another thing that happened. Because over two years ago, <laughs> Mike lost a bet uh, based around a local indie promotion named uh, Recombination Wrestling. Where if he lost a his if he lost a bet, Smiley, our uh, resident uh, wrestling representative on the show, would uh, missed him great Muda style, and Mike has been able to covertly avoid this for two years. So Ray here decided to take the matters into his own hands and missed Mike during their uh, live stream. Mike was not too happy. No, he was not. Not happy at all. And I don't care. Indeed you don't. I don't care because guess what? Like the weekend was, we had NXT. Yep, which was great. Had money in the bank. Which was... Yeah, okay. We'll get money in the bank. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But the weekend we'll get, was we talk our defenses. So... Mike knew he was defending his title Saturday. He found the loophole to pick the same picks as Mama Trixie. So he wants to get away sketchy clean. Which means now, because Mike is still champion and I have lost, which means Smiley is your new GAWP heavyweight champion for now. For now. But unfortunately, I'm about staying with us for a while. So I will have to wait my turn because at Extreme Rules, Mike will be putting his hardcore title on the line against Smiley, title for title. But I will have my chance of redemption as I will be having a number one contenders match against Demama, against Trixie, which I will win. I will render her and her bleached hair obsolete. You be careful when you talk about Mama. I don't care. I know how to do mist, remember? Where does it come from? Do you, like, develop a third gland when you go to the asylum? I don't explain things that only we know. But, yeah. So that's that's for later on. Extreme Rules will be I don't understand it. Ergo, I don't have to explain it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but, yeah, that'll be Extreme Rules. Looking yeah. forward to that, of course. Hopefully I can actually watch this pay-per-view. That's why I gotta tell my job, come... September. Not only do I have early classes on Monday, Sundays, I just can't work till eleven anymore because yeah. I, I miss I miss all the shows. What was having you there, buddy? Yeah, no, we're good. Out of kayfabe, I mean, but whatever. But yeah, like we the, can break kayfabe. For that a is not. But we must break kayfabe for a few minutes to talk about some rather sad news, unfortunately, because <sighs> earlier yesterday we learned some very unfortunate news that the man they call Vader, unfortunately. Had passed the night before. Unfortunately, it was his time finally, and unfortunately died of complications of pneumonia, I believe. Uh, it was uh, complications of heart failure as well. Remember, the guy has gone through a lot of battles with his heart. He had surgery. A lot of it was 
It's ba- he was basically, I hate to put it this way, he was on borrowed time. He prolonged his life successfully, but only for a short amount of time. It's sad to say because Vader has been getting so much praise now. He's been doing so much, so well, and he's been thanking so much the fans for supporting him. And we ask you to continue to do so, especially in these times, as his family will be going through this, and it's going to be something of... A rough transition. Definitely uh, will be. I believe it was one of his kids who had to hop on his Twitter. Oh, yeah, his son had to admit it. Basically that has say, to be... Unfortunately, my father has passed away, which that cannot be easy for him to do. No, as... All. I can scarcely conceive of how brutal that must feel to... I can only imagine being... Because when I lost my dad, it's not something easy to have to tell people the news and to put it on a broader spectrum... Of having to tell when your dad has the notoriety that your father has, your father who has wrestled all over the world, but still wrestling into his old age. Yeah, he just had a match, I believe, last year, beginning of last year. Before he wrestled Will Osprey, for God's sake, which was awesome. Yeah, but yeah, for Vader, for those who don't know, you know of his history far better than I. I always remember him for a lot of his appearances during WWE. Afros war during the Attitude Era, but uh, that is I was, not... I was a big fan of his NWA, WCW. If you go all the way back to his New Japan stuff when he became Vader, because a lot of people forget, he wasn't Vader at first. He was Leonard White, he used a shoot, and went to Japan, and that's where the man where they big, call Vader, and then Big, big Van Vader Big Van form. Vader, that big elephant-looking yeah. thing he used uh, to Mastodon. wear. Mastodon <laughs> thing he used to wear. So yeah, so you have to think about it. It's something of... His rivalries with Sting, his rivalries with... Um, Sting, Flair, there's so many to think of. I think what everyone wants to talk about, though, is at the main spot of Stan Hansen. Oh, when yeah. his eye pops. If you want to see, if you, this, is, this speaks to the kind of guy that Vader was and how dedicated to the craft of professional wrestling he was. This is a very common story, and it's so amazing, even I will fucking believe it. Because there's proof that it happened. Yeah. Yeah, this was in Germany, I believe. He was wrestling a match with Stan Hansen. Yep. The lariat to the eye. It was basically... Vader's that's eye popped, out, popped of out of his socket. You know what Vader did? Any worker today would be like, match is over, I'm going to the back, I'm going to the hospital. Vader holds open his eye socket, puts his eye back in, and rolls it around, and gets it back into position, and finishes the match. Balls, I, balls of titanium, sir. Balls I don't of think titanium. Any worker nowadays would even imagine to do that. If when a guy gets like a bloody nose, they injure their back, anything like that, they're done. Imagine yeah. your eye just came out of its fucking socket. socket. Yeah, man. I yeah. wouldn't wrestle. Like me as someone that's training to wrestle and everything like that. I'm done. My eye's out. I'm done. I am not, I am no longer, I am not going past this. I am past the point of... But again, Vader was someone that did things unimaginable. The dude made wrestling legitimate for a big man. He, he really did. I always remember there's a story I've heard where, like, a talk show host said, wrestling's fake, right? And then yeah. Vader fucking slapped in the face. He's like, does that feel fucking fake? Yeah. So, Vader, Sir Leon, Sir, wherever you are... We can only hope that thank you for your legacy. You're finally at rest, and we're sorry that you never made it to the Hall of Fame, though. See, who knows? that's that's something I I can't remember who mentioned it. Watch by next year this time. He's gonna go. He's gonna be, he'll be Hall of Famer. I hate that it has to be after you die. Yeah, really like a lot of things it. that are happening now, like even pop culture. Let's mention the death of uh, XX Tentacion. That's another rapper that just happened. He was murdered. Da, da, da. But even he mentioned it before he dies, no one cares till you die. And it's yeah. a sad truth about nowadays. Appreciate the people you have in your life, especially your family, but in our case, appreciate the legends and the fixtures of professional wrestling while they're still around. Go to that meet and greet, get that autograph, get that two Especially minutes if you have the opportunity and you so. know it's legends, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, do it. Like I've gotten to meet legends that I've respected in this business Guys like Jake the Snake, DDP, Demolition. And sometimes, funny enough, we meet these people sometimes scarily a few weeks before they pass on. I'll say this. This has been the scariest thing I've ever done in wrestling. I went to an uh, FTW show. It was FTW. 
at Laboom and Scotty Too Hotty was on the car, but I didn't just care about Scotty. It was a once in a lifetime for me to meet Balls Mahoney. I was at that same show. No, I and was at me and him were at the same show and I got to meet Balls Mahoney and this I, was four weeks before he unfortunately what passed. What scary away. was that I was one of the first people I got there early. And no one was going to him. Most people were going to Scotty. And I went to Balls for the autograph, and he started talking to me. Hey, thank you so much, man. I've been here all day. No one wants to talk. I'm dying. I'm like, you okay? Like, I thought he was like joking around. Like, I'm dying. I'm like, tired and all that. And I'm like, saying no, this and that. I won't be able to wrestle tonight. I don't think how long I'm gonna make it. And I was like, because when like, people say that, became you, real. When people say real. that, you don't know how serious they are. But then it happened. And then, of course, three or four weeks later, he was unfortunately dead. So I guess the summated point here is appreciate the people in your life while you have them and appreciate you're the heroes of professional wrestling, whether they be big or small. In the case of Vader, really fucking big. Because this was not only one of the best people in the business, but one of the best big man wrestlers to ever lace up a pair of boots and ever put on a visually amazing, if not goofy, but memorable mask. So, Vader, Leon, wherever you are, brother, rest in peace, and may the legacy of big man wrestling live on forever. Yep. It's time. It's time. It's Vader. Time. Okay. Indeed it is. Now, yeah, it's a regular on, to, on to ridiculing someone else. <laughs> because, wow, didn't think this week could get any weirder, but Tuesday afternoon, the news broke that, well, how weird can wrestling get this year? William Cassidy is no longer at the WWE. For those who don't know, who is William Cassidy? Colin Cassidy, a.k.a. Big Cass. So, for those who don't know, Big Cass this past weekend wrestled Daniel Bryan to a really great match on Money in the Bank. And people were saying to themselves, wow, this really might be... Big Cass Yeah, like, time. We, even me and Mike were talking about it. Cass could maybe go to a feud with Jeff Hardy. Cass could do something. Mid-card division. Nope. <laughs> Is fired. And you know what's funny about this? You can kind of tell. Because there's a difference, in my opinion, between a release and a firing. There's a subtle difference between the two. When it's a release, opinion. you get a... Good luck in all your future endeavors. Because I think, like, Simon Gotch got one nope. of those. I think, uh... Rich Wong got one of Rich those. Rich Wong got one of those. Kimberly got one of those. Enzo and Big Cass nope. did not get those. Nope, nope, nope. They didn't. Big they old, didn't the future big old popcorn bowl of nope on that one, buddy. Big old bowl of nope. Because uh, we don't need to go into Enzo. We all know what happened and why he's gone. But Big Cass is a little bit harder to understand why. But a lot of people... I've heard a lot of different theories. I just know... Ranging from... from yeah, he's complaining. He was complaining about his spot. On the card. Sadly, when you're in a spot of, you're facing Daniel Bryan. You don't have it's any right to It's a guy that you're being trusted to work a guy. You don't. Shoot him in the ring. So no, if you have a problem with being in the ring with Brian Danielson, like ROH legend, Japan journeyman. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? you get, I know a wrestlers who would sell their left nut to wrestle Brian Danielson for five minutes. You know I'm right about this. But that's potentially a reason. Another reason I've heard is, for those who don't know, uh, him and Carmella were a couple. They are not anymore. And apparently, from what I've heard, he was not, he did not take the breakup well. And apparently, having to work with her on SmackDown in the same locker room, not exactly the best for the guy. Yeah. So, yeah. I, this is insane to me, because... Enzo and Cass, what would have, what could have been the New Age outlaws of this generation, who could have been multiple-time tag team champions, they didn't get a run. They never once, not one tag team title run, not That's at sad. NXT, not on Raw, not on SmackDown. That's sad. That is. It very is funny sad. though that to a year to their breakup, this They're is when both, Big Cass. They are both gone. Yeah. Well, and, and it. And here's yeah, the thing. Fine. Here's the thing, though, man. Who's left standing? Carmella, the hairdresser. That's sad. You know what's funny though? She has the charisma. She has the look, and she can work now. 
Yeah. Like, she's getting into her own. She's able to work. Well, somebody like Carmella doesn't need to be a five-star technician. But I guess, especially when she's champion, they're going to want her to at least show she can go. Yeah. Like, if you're champion, they're going to want you to be able to compete. you need all makes and models when you have a female division in any division. Sometimes you need five-star workhorse, force 50 splash diving, toehole putting on, fucking season in-ring journey women. Yeah. But sometimes you just need a blonde bitch with big tits. Sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes you just need to book a character from Glow. That's all you need to do. In my opinion, that's sort of... You need that, that was the Attitude Era, but that, that hasn't been now. Yeah, but like, no. you. That was the Attitude that Era. That was the Attitude Era, and that's why the Attitude Era was garbage, because they hired too many of those women. But every it so wasn't long, garbage, but it was for that era. Like nowadays, That was a problem. We're not in that era of... Ray, are you insinuating that the Attitude Era didn't treat women the best? Are you insinuating that? It's written on the wall, Ben. Very much so. But like I said, this like era, Carmella, we're in the wrestling era. We're in the so, wrestling era, so it's very rare to see a woman who, while a talented wrestler in her own right, she yeah. can take a bump, she can she dive for the road. Yeah. She did a hell of a dive on Sunday, which was yeah. awesome. No, but that's the thing that you have to think about. Yes, these they're not just going to hire someone who doesn't have a nice look because sadly, that's they're a marketing company. To, so they have to, to not only can wrestling do it, but you have to have a certain look, unfortunately. Because wrestling can be a little. Sexist, unfortunately. unfortunately. However, most of these women are great, great. athletes, and sometimes and they're doing what they have to do. Sometimes you need someone who plays a character very well. You just yes. need a few people. Like Notice, that. Sometimes you need a woman who the other wrestler can wrestle around. Yeah, but even then, most of these are not like they're not floozy wrestlers. Like no. Carmella can work. She did awesome on Sunday against Oscar. Oscar, yes, the more seasoned wrestler. Yeah, you can tell. But Carmella still hold her own, and it wasn't just Oscar wrestling. And to bring it back yeah. with Big Cass, like he cut in it, he cut a big figure. Oof. He was good on the mic. Brother wasn't cut out for this business, unfortunately. I don't even think it was the it's the business. I just feel like he didn't appreciate what he had, and he, it's weird. He trained at Johnny Rods, Johnny Rods WWE Hall of Famer. I know they instituted a big thing of respect as well, but hey, we don't know what goes on the back. If it's true about the depression thing, we're human. Guys go through breakups. But come on, if you're, willing, you're in the WWE. But if you're willing to give up your career just because... If you're willing to give up like a six-figure salary a year just because you got to work alongside your ex. Listen, I've had a couple bad ex-girlfriends in my life. I know you have too. But if a major publicly traded company said, yeah, we'll pay you six crap loads a month, but you got to work in the same office as your ex, I'd be like, motherfucker, throw an extra zero on there. I'll drive her to and from work every day. That's sad for me to think that he was just not emotionally ready to handle a situation like that. Which shows it's me, weird because it's something of you know what this, w, in the w, do you know what this means? What this is hysterical to me. Enzo Amore is a more emotionally stable human being than Big Cass. Contestual penis, Ben. True. No, they're both fucked up. Scratch that. They is not. Consensual penis. Hey, I'm gonna meet him on August 17th, and I'll shake his hand. HOG.com tickets. HOGWrestling.net for tickets and meet and greet tickets are available. There is going to be the biggest event of the summer, so don't miss out. High intensity seven. Come meet the real one, many other guests. Yep. So, big cast. You had some good moments. You had some good matches. Some good promos. You can you can you can respect that he had a decent career. For what he had. No, yeah, he did something. He wrestled guys like Daniel Bryan. He had his feud with Enzo, had his feud around. He's a big man. Apparently, just well. from what I've heard, like, he was not impressed. He was, like, only impressing a little bit before his injury. Got hurt. Wasn't impressing the way they thought he would. Yeah. Just all the stars did not. If anything, I can see work. Big Cass doing something on the indies. For now, for people that are speculating, oh, he's going to go there, he's going to go there. Think about this. 90 days, folks. A lot can change in 90 days for a person, psychologically, physically. Not even that, just for people to remember, 90 big, days are a thing in wrestling. Big, like, big cast strikes me as the kind of person who is going to be far more successful outside the field of wrestling. Do you know how Ryback got left WWE and now how he's like making like a crapload fortune selling like protein supplements? Yeah. And how like Caitlyn is now like a, a model, a, yeah. like a model yeah. and a, and a, bot, and a power Marie's wrestler. Just, uh, not Marie's an actress. Yeah, she's an actress. 
Eve Mendez is doing MMA with her uh, training with her husband. Sometimes there is a life outside of wrestling, and sometimes you can become far more successful at that than lacing up a pair of boots. So, big cast, good luck to you, sir. I'm sorry things didn't work out, but may you find a career that suits you better in the future. Yep. Speaking of the future, the future is most definitely now for NXT in the United Kingdom. For those who don't know, the past few days, uh, WWE has been filming more UK content, another UK tournament, of which we will not disclose the winner just yet. We do know who won. We know who won, but we... We're happy with who won. We're happy with who won, but we will not spoil it. And we have... There were some other developments, but we will not spoil it. And again, we will not spoil anything. We will be giving our full thoughts... When, next Wednesday, Wednesday because they officially have aired. Yeah, that'll be Monday, Tuesday. So yep. by Wednesday, by next podcast, we'll be able to speak on it. We'll be able to speak on what we think of the winners. And Matches. I'm going to say this: I called you one. Yep, <laughs> that's totally all I'm did. saying. You totally did. Go back to our other episode where we predict the winner. Yeah. You can, if you without reading between the lines. Well, we gave here. our thoughts of who was going to be in it, and then officially made it. I called it. You called who would be in it. You called who would win it. Yep. And sure enough, he was right. So. Just this. Kudos to you, sir. The NXT UK division is going to be something to look out Because for. that's the big announcement here. Not only, This is not the end here. WWE has finally gotten through all the red tape, has gotten all the passes. And they will have a, officially, I can't remember the a, GM's a weekly, name. What is the GM's name? A, the, 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 well, that's a, a side note for the for the next topic yeah. point. But the big, the big thing coming out of this week is WWE is finally moving forward on a full-fledged weekly United Kingdom wrestling show. Yep. And you can expect to see a lot of people that you've probably seen in progress, ICW. Uh, just to name a few here, well, first of all, you can definitely expect... Johnny Saint, sorry, I cannot... Johnny I Saint from World of Sport, big uh, yes. over he will in the be, United He's Kingdom. going to be the general manager for a brand that will be mixed of the NXT UK division, a tag team division, and a women's division. So basically, if there is a title in NXT, chances are there will be a equivalent or thereof in the WWE NXT UK brand. And also, that does give a shot to bring NXT's talent to the UK and vice versa. Because one of the things I've heard is someone will be coming over from the Cruiserweight division going to NXT UK, and that will be Noam Dar. Yep. Which I'm very happy about that, because Noam Dar is a talent, and he's been very I feel a lot of the guys like Jack Gallagher, Noam Dar... Guys that are familiar, because again, this is going to be something that we'll be working with Progress, with ICW, with Rev Pro promotions out there that are going to be able to do some big things. So look out for guys like the Coffees. Look out for guys like... Dave Mass. Yes, it's going to be a lot of the guys that were in the tournament are going to be in there. You can so look out for a lot it's going to be amazing to see... Like Joe Coffee, James Drake... Uh, for now, Parker. my big prediction is hopefully... Travis Banks. Oh my god, it's going to be amazing. Travis Banks. My hope is that Progress and them are featured on the network. Flash Morgan Webster. Oh, Flash Morgan definitely, from what I've heard, has impressed them to be tremendously. Oh, because he's Flash Morgan Webster. He's awesome. Oh god, I want that suit. Oh my god. I want that suit and the glasses. This is cool. But again, WWE, moving to the UK with NXT, that brand will be created. We have NXT. WWE is looking to transcend worldwide. That's the, what they're doing, because I've heard, like, that's why they're doing that Australia show. Oh, okay, so what are your thoughts on that? Like, when I, I, when I, I heard I know this... Very, I know very little about it. It's October uh, 4th, I believe, uh-huh. and it's basically, like, another big, uh, greatest room. So it's, it's going to be, be another house show turned event. This is WrestleMania, it's WrestleMania budget, house show. That was the greatest Royal Rumble. Like, I, I think we'll enjoy the greatest Royal Rumble, but let's not. I, make, didn't, I didn't deny that. Like, let, let's, make, let's, make let's make no bones about it. The greatest Royal Rumble was a glorified house show with like a million dollar budget. The confirmed first match for the show is supposedly the end of an era. Again. The Undertaker versus Triple H. The end of the era. What the again, fuck again. happened to WrestleMania 28? Doesn't it? Dude, that was dude. That was almost like almost a half over a half a decade ago. Doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't like matter. that was the end of the era. No, it was not because they're doing it again. What the fuck! Oh my god! WWE was both. You know what it is? WWE cares about its history too much and not enough at the same time. What I get is that basically they said, "Hey, here's money. Book this match." Yeah. Basically. So, hey, whatever. I, we'll be watching. Hey, it whatever because. helps us get Pyro back. You know. Yeah, we want Pyro. Okay, so yeah. WWE transcending, going to Australia, doing this. Rumor now that they've been talking about is WWE is willing to now create a 
non-contracted show. Which so means, like, people, depending on who can show up. So it can be basically indie talent, like, guys from ICW, guys from Progress, guys from... Ring of Honor, maybe. And even, this is the big one, New, New Japan, Japan Pro Wrestling. So, uh, yeah, if you're one of those people who makes their living online coming up with kooky dream match ideas... Go nuts! Yeah, you're about to pop a foot-long boner. So, yeah, have fun with that. Especially uh, after what happened at E3. Just don't poke anybody's eye out, and uh, that'll be... That's a bad joke. Too soon. Too, too, too soon. Peter, man. <laughs> God damn it, man. He didn't stand, no more drinking. Stan Hansen's dick didn't fucking pop his eye out. God. But yeah, you're the one who mentioned Vader, all right? Fuck, man. Oh, my... But yeah. So, yeah, especially after what happened at E3, if you did, wa- did not watch it, Watch, it's on Up, Up, Down, Down, The Elite versus The New Day. This has created a spectacle that can now be a reality. I'm excited. So, let's see what happens. Wrestling this year is as weird and as unpredictable as it's ever been, and I am loving it. It's basically like the 2K19 model now. It's basically never say never. never. Goldberg was right, never say never. So, well, speaking about the indies and everything like that, let's talk about ROH. ROH, Ring of Honor, uh, got into a bit of a situation this past week. For those who don't know, ROH was in serious negotiations to run in the one of the greatest arenas, most prestigious in the world, from right here in our from our fair city of the NYC, Madison Square Garden, where Bruno San Martino used to lace up a pair of boots on the reg. Yep. Ring of Honor was planning to be probably the first indie somewhat promotion to run. Basically the first promotion outside of the WWE. To run in Madison Square Garden. But somebody had a bit of a problem with that. One, the WWE. The WWE had a problem with that. And basically used their, we're the only ones that should run here. Sadly, Politicking. their policy with their contract with Madison Square Garden is this. They are allowed to know every single day that another wrestling company desires and are able to make a decision if they want to do that date. It's horrible to think that they're that, to get that pity, but I get it. Madison Square Garden is the home of the WWE. In the, 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 back in the day, New York was WWE town and still is. But if you think about it, WWE has transcended to now the Barclays. When you think of WWE, you're thinking more of Barclays Center. The Barclays Center, MetLife Stadium. Yeah, but it's like when you think of like Raws and SmackDowns, they're going to the Barclays. Barclays. Take over Brooklyn. Barclays. SummerSlam. Barclays. Even the Nassau Coliseum. It's weird to think Madison Square Garden has become house shows. And it's like even Madison Square Garden has given their statement on. It's expensive to run there. I know it is, but if you're not going to let... It's expensive to run in the Hammerstein, for God's sakes. That's why very few people do it. Unless you're going to go on. Yeah. If you're not going to use it, allow someone else that wants to do it. ROH wants to do it. AAA wants to do it. I know Pepe wants to talk about that later. Pepe gave me a statement. He wants to talk about AAA. I want to talk about these. But yeah, it's something weird to think they would push ROH out. But hey, I get what WWE's doing. It's their marketing. Master Garden is their home. I don't know. Let's see what happens in the future. Maybe this is just rumblings now. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, so definitely a bit of a setback for Ring of Honor, but I'll tell you who else got a bit of a setback this week. Sami Zayn, unfortunately. Uh, for those who are wondering, the... is Not good news for yeah. the... Uh, well, good news and bad news. Good news, he had to get surgery and it came out successful. The bad news, he will miss. Sami Zayn has gotten successful shoulder surgery, but unfortunately, he will not be out for two months... He will not be out for four months. He will not be out for six months. He will be out until at least early 2019. Yes, the projected will... time is eight to 12 months, and this is very sad thinking. Sami Zayn has been a focal point of Raw at the moment, has been someone with Kevin Owens, have been doing major storylines. And to think, it kind of makes sense what happened on Sunday now with Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Because it was a safe match. It was a and very, it makes sense. very safe. And it's sad to see Sami Zayn go because people do like Sami Zayn, the style he does, the El Generico maneuvers. People what, like what, Sam- what, what, what? Don't play the kayfabe. We know it's El Generico. <laughs> but whatever. It's like Sami Zayn is You're someone- making the children cry. Fuck the kids. 
Not literally. Not literally. <laughs> Don't take that seriously, God damn it. But yeah, it's sad to see Sami Zayn. You never want to see someone injured. It's never. sad. No. But hey, now I guess Sami Zayn will be able to see him hopefully by Rumble next year. Oh, I'll be cool. Surprise entrant. Get him that Rumble but return. Big as pop. one goes, another will be returning. Projected by SummerSlam, Dean Ambrose. Yes! He's been spotted to be going back to the Performance Center and get checked out. So, Dean Ambrose for the WWE soon? It, it has been a while. So, yeah, Money in the Bank, we talked about that. <coughs> Let's finally get on into it. Uh, Money in the Bank, overall, we won't go match by match, but quick, uh, dirty little review. Uh, what did you think? Um, Solid show? I feel like... I, the only thing I hate about NXT shows before... Is that they completely ruin... The it's not that they ruin it, it's they just that... They upstage them every single... Yeah, and I explained NXT's to, worst show is better than what WWE... But I explained to Mike, weekend. this is the problem. This is the problem that people look at. We look at NXT and then say, oh, WWE top that. They can't. They no. honestly can't. Because NXT is basically, hey, hey, look what we can do. Put us there. So once you make it there, you don't have to prove yourself anymore. Yeah. If you think about it, most of the guys that are NXT are looking to make that move to the WWE. Like Sanity, who just debuted this week. They did an impressive debut this they week. They did. Like, no, I was astounded. And I called it. I said, I was either astounded they were that the commentators were actually putting them over. That's the sign to me that you can kind of tell someone's about to get kind of a minor push. When the commentators aren't already like, well, what's the deal with these yeah, guys? Yeah, like, question the gimmick. Do you remember when Enzo and Cass first showed up and, like, one of the first yeah, comments they just was, are you him. kidding me? It was like, well, oh, my God, they are here. For you who don't know them. But then it was like, nah, Killian Dane is the crusher. Eric Young is insane. Alexander Wolf is, is crazy. Like, they're putting these guys over like they were made of diamond, which was awesome. But we'll save that for a little bit later. But, yeah, I spent for this, so Money in the Bank. I feel like people are being a little too harsh on this show. Just a little bit. Like, this show is garbage. Roman Reigns and Jimmy Mahal was so bad. And I'm like... It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad show. That's the main point of contention a lot of people are having with the show. These match was so boring and terrible. And I'm like, okay. You could have gotten up, gone get some pizza, pop a beer. No, it's funny that even sandwich, uh, we got to an argument with Mike about it. Because people are saying, oh, it's Roman Reigns. It's the guy that's it's the big dog. It's this and that. Tell me what was wrong with the match. What was wrong with this match on a technical not one wrestling person level. can tell me what was wrong. Oh, but Roman beat him. Roman was getting beaten down the whole match, then come back and he won. What the hell was that? I'm like, have you seen wrestling? Do you watch the product? Like, usually the heel's going to dominate, especially if there's a manager. The numbers game always comes into play. This is what Bobby the Brain Heenan made so well. This is what Jimmy Hart would do. This is what the Grand Wizard would do. There were so many managers that did the same. Numbers games what adds up. So in Heelish, they're going to have to do it. Jinder Mahal, Sunil Singh, they played it perfectly. I love that gimmick of Sunil I'm, I'm playing the injured I'm and then pushing it. Roman. Was cool. You know what? I'm going to say it. Uh, Jinder Mahal is a perfectly fine wrestler. People are way too harsh on him. He's not going to make any, he's not going to break the Meltzer scare only time soon. But uh, the guy shows up, plays the character he's supposed to. Uh, puts on a decent match, looks big and dominant. Uh, his match against Chad Gable, perfectly good. Dude's a big, dominant, big. I like what they're going with now. I like the gimmick they're going with now. Of him, he's basically Festus, but has potential. Yeah. Well, like, basically, think he, about it. He's this peace-loving guru when he's out of the ring, but then when he gets in the ring, he kills people. I like that. I like the gimmick. I like that too. See, this is the only thing I don't like about what people are saying is that oh, but gender isn't a wrestler. It's like. What, what he is was a, WWE champion. Which, to be fair, his reign wasn't very good, but I don't blame him no, for that that's so the much. Thing. I blame creative for that one. <coughs> this is the thing. He was pushed just said way it too soon, way too fast. No, but that's the thing. That means they saw something. So they if they see something, something in the guy. then there's something there. Jinder, We're not... Jinder Mahal had been around in the 1980s, around the Iron Sheiks and the... Uh, oh, he would have been he would have been made into basically... And the basically, Mr. Fuji's and the Yoko's. Oh, God. He would have been a hated heel. He would have been a right classic reasons. heel. But unfortunately, that kind of jingoistic, angry foreign heel shtick doesn't really get over this side of the 20s. And it's not... And we're in such a PG era, we can't do that anymore. Can't really do that We anymore. can't... Like, the heel is always the foreigner, sadly, but... 
we're not doing it to the perspective of the Iron Sheik, the anti-American gimmick. You can't do that anymore. It's not like it's not like Jinder Mahal is going to cut a promo. He's going to say Hulk. He's not going to say Daniel Bryan. I'm going to take you to the middle of the ring and the, you in the camel clutch. <laughs> Sheiky baby. Like he's not going to. He's, he's not, not going to be Sheiky baby. They're not going to do Muhammad Hassan. They're not doing Muhammad Hassan. They can't do that. But again, to me, Jinder's good. Jinder. Yes, he needs some work, but again, every wrestler is learning. There's not a perfect wrestler. And BTW, so, there's another point of contention that i got to bring up with this pay-per-view. Speaking of someone who doesn't deserve to be in the ring, Ronda Rousey is an amazing professional wrestler. I'm going to say that again. Ronda Rousey is an amazing professional okay. wrestler. Don't, don't call her amazing. Call her as a transitional MMA wrestler. She is doing more than anyone expected. No, because... Because people are not giving her credit. She's done what she's needed to do. She's getting the business. She's learning to be a character. She's not just Ronda the Rousey. fan. Remember, that was my argument at first, was I was mad because she was playing a fan. And it wasn't playing. She was starstruck. But now she's getting it. Now she's getting it. She has it. a no. gimmick. She's Ronda turning into Rousey a is finally getting it. And that was shown because, like, the one thing I really... A lot of people had a problem with this. So we have to finally get into who won the first of the two Money in the Bank ladder matches. Alexa Bliss yeah. won hers. And a lot of people had problems with this. I didn't mind it so much because she won the briefcase and cashed it in later that night to protect both Nia and Ronda. It worked in every way. Nia did not lose clean. And that saves Nia. And Ronda yes. didn't have to get pinned. Yes, Nia did. The disputed thing is, oh, but she can have a longer run. Yes. But this doesn't mean it ends here. Nia can get no. the belt back later on. They can do a lot of things. But this works. Nia does not lose the belt clean. Perfect. Ronda did not have to lose. Nope. So Ronda is safe. Ronda is safe for now. For now. Alexa gets the belt and as a heel was able to sneak away with it. And, Ronda, and also, Ronda and it pushed Ronda because now Ronda gets her comeuppance and destroyed Alexa Bliss. So she's going to be, she's kayfabe suspended for 30 days. Which, which is good. I hey, like just that back, just back in just in time for SummerSlam. How convenient. I like that they How did that. How convenient is that? perfect. The Doing thing, that and taking Ronda out of the contention for now, they, it's perfect um, because now it's not basically, oh, so now it's not going to be an extreme rules. What do you do? No, she's suspended. That's why she can't be there. Okay. Yeah, but that was the thing. Like, her... Nia and Ronda put on a really good match. Yeah. And it had an ending that was able to progress the story without making anybody look bad. Yep. That was a smart decision. Yep. When, like, there were a lot of odd decisions throughout the night, but another one that a lot of people had... This is the final thing I think we need to touch upon. Who won the male Money in the Bank ladder match? Okay, this was a good one. This nice was match. this was a really good Money in the Bank match, and it had, I'm going to say, the right guy won. Yeah. Because, here's my problem. A lot of people are saying, like, well, Braun doesn't deserve, Braun didn't need this, Braun didn't blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, what do you want WWE to do? And this is something I really want to focus on for a second here. Guys, they are a company that wants to listen to you. They may not seem like it, but they do listen. You cheered heavily for Braun Strowman. Four months. Four months. Braun needs the belt. Braun needs this. Braun needs that. But now... Braun doesn't deserve it. Why? This is why WWE doesn't want to listen to us, because we change our opinions on a dime. It's madness to me because... I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, how, even now, watch... How are they supposed to book a consistent product going forward when you guys change your opinion? We're going to get so much hate for this. Every week. <laughs> We're going to get Fucking, so much that's hate That's what happened. Fucking Dean Ambrose wins the WWE title. It's like, no, I don't like Dean anymore. Okay, well, AJ Styles is going to win the title. Oh, I don't like AJ anymore. No, I don't like AJ anymore. Fuck you it. want AJ versus Nakamura. Yeah, I don't really want it anymore. What the fuck do you want? And I'm going to be honest, and even a, Mike did not like our opinion on this. Yeah, and usually the other thing men understand this. You know like, what, guys? If you don't like what WWE is selling, uh, you can get a New Japan Pro Wrestling account for $9.99. You can just chill out $10 a month. You can go to Progress On Demand and watch that. You can, uh, oh, you can fork over $20 to your local indie fed and, and, watch, them. and watch them do stuff. If you're See, not but this is what me and Ben were agreeing on. Most of you don't know any of that. No. 
Because the most of you that are complaining that, oh, this and this about wrestling, oh, aren't gosh. wrestling fans. Aren't wrestling fans who are WWE fans. Because if you guys saw how wrestling worked, how you guys would see how indies look, how ICW, how ROH, you would notice, hey, we don't have it that bad. No. But, again, I get it. You guys want this and this. But at the same time, when it happens, and you guys are, this isn't the flavor of the month, too bad. Wrestling Way has timelines. Wrestling, you can't just, oh, you guys, want, you guys want this guy to win today? Fuck it, he's winning. No. Wrestling is a business. Remember, everything's a business. Listen, not every storyline so, needs to have, like, 30 weeks worth of build. Sometimes a storyline can start and end within the span of six weeks. That's fine. Yeah, but at the same time, you, you and I both know there are those few that are going to be months on end. Yeah, and it makes to sense to do so. Sometimes if you they got to build a feud for WrestleMania yeah. the day after the previous WrestleMania ends. Yeah, so it's something of that. Like you like that. Please, just watch and enjoy wrestling. Watch I'm not telling you guys not to complain because I know you guys are going to call us hypocrites because it's a podcast. We're getting really pissed about this, but I'll tell you who is pissed about something probably wants to vent. Where's who? Where's Singer Mike? Oh, he uh, could not make it this week because he uh, he didn't win the... Uh, he, he unfortunately got misted. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw that. I laughed my ass off. I spit out my Coronas. You know what was funny there, Singer Ben? What? You lost two homes. Yes, I I, I did. I did. You really... suck. Okay, that's that's debatable. You, but, you uh, suck. That's... You didn't even win the briefcase. Did you have something you wanted to talk about? Okay, okay. I do want to talk about... So, AAA, my home promotion from Mexico, we come to the States, too. We try to go to the Madison. They tell us no. <laughs> Fuck you, gringos. <laughs> That's it. Oh, happy 619 day, everybody. That was yesterday. I was supposed to come here yesterday. The law got sick. <laughs> Fuck that puto, too. I hope he dies. Whoa. Bye, everybody. What the... F what, what happened to Pepe? His, his visits are getting shorter and weirder. I don't, I, Keep an eye on that boy. Yeah, why right. do I keep missing him? It's weird. It's weird you guys are never in the same room at the same time. That's weird. Whatever. Speaking of Mexico, let's talk about a little Lucha Underground action. Ooh. It is back, baby. We are now two weeks deep into this fourth season of Lucha Underground. Yep. And I'm enjoying it so far. So far, I've gotten to see two episodes, and it's it, different this season. It's, very, it's different. Very different. First of all, let's talk about the weirdest change right off the bat. The two biggest changes: the location is different. Yes, they, the temple has moved. They could not afford that location that they were working at through seasons one through three, and now they are in a much smaller. I don't think it was the affording. I think it was more of. Remember, it's cinematic. It is so cinematic. the changing of guard needed a changing of location. Yeah. And because the gimmick of is that Daryl Cueto died. Daryl Cueto in storyline is dead. So and Antonio dad, Cueto. Antonio Cueto puts the new temple in like an ice factory. Yes. And, so it makes sense. Which makes sense. Which brings us to the other major change. Dario Cueto is dead, but his father has taken over the, the temple. But the thing is... They're both played by the same Shh. actor. No, man. Daniel Queen <laughs> died. We saw the me, blood. Which took me a few <laughs> minutes longer to realize that than I should have. Antonio Cueto sent the hit. It all happened. <laughs> we saw the blood. But yeah, like episode one, they decided <laughs> to uh, bust out an old favorite of the temple, the uh, Aztec Warfare yep. match, where we got to see a couple appearances from various uh, indie legends. We got to see Tommy Dreamer pop yes. up. Uh, I think he was wearing a House of Hardcore shirt. Yes, he was, <laughs> yeah. Always shilling your stuff. Tommy, I can respect that. Well, you know what it is? I believe House of Hardcore is working with Lucha Underground, working with Impact. promotions like Impact. So Basically, Tommy Dreamer is going to go put his stuff over as well. But at the same time... Speaking of indie guys, uh, Sammy Guevara popped up in Sammy there. Sammy Guevara, yes. If you, I'll tell you this. I've told Ben and Mike about this. Look up Sammy Guevara. This guy is from Texas. He debuted for Impact. He did well there. He's killing it. His nickname is the best ever. And he's just that. He's awesome. 
So, Vinny, look Vin, up Sammy Guevara. There was this amazing spot in Aztec Warfare 4 where Vinny Massaro showed up with, oh, a, with a fucking pizza. He ordered a pizza. And Pentagon shoves the pizza in his mouth and, like, sh- like pile drives him on the pizza. Which was amazing. And, of course, Joey Ryan pops up in there. Always good to see Joey Ryan in there. And, yeah, it was... It was Hernandez great. showed up. Hernandez showed up. Hello. This looking is very, weird. Looking thin, by the way. Holy shit, that This boy is weird right. because remember when Hernandez, Got last time he was there? Yeah. He was working for both. The last time, for those who don't know, uh, raise the law so you can explain how this works. When you are contracted... To an indie company, you can No, not even an indie company. It's Indie companies are fine. When the case but of if you're under contract, contract to a television show, you on need to a let network, others know you're going to... The problem company. is, El Rey and Pop TV, or were they still on Spike at the time? Uh, they were on Spike. Were they on Destination America? Was, uh, this, was this a Destination America thing? I believe this is Destination... No, wait. Let's this just say for the transitioning. This is the transitioning. Let's just say for the record, another channel. Yep. Impact was on another channel at the time. So this wasn't Hernandez popping up in, let's just say, Evolve and then popping up in PWG. That would have been fine. That's fine. That happens all the time. I know dudes who pull double duty all the time. Yep. Hernandez filmed a bunch of stuff with Impact as a part of the Beatdown Clan Clan while under contract with Lucha Underground. Now, Lucha Underground was more with the... He contracted them first. Yep. So they had priority, so they could legally air those episodes with him. And this is the thing: Rio taking on Drago, yep. doing all this stuff. But at the same time, Impact did not know this, and they were not legally allowed to use that footage of Hernandez. And when you can't do that, you can't air the four weeks of storyline that you filmed. So that just killed the beatdown. That killed everything. that entire storyline dead in its tracks. Yeah. I, it was funny because I remember them explaining this and. The legality of it is this. Basically, with Lucha Underground at that time, they how they are, like Ben mentioned, in another dimension. There's something else. Their cinematics are basically, you're not anything else. No, now, you are. This is a world very much yes, outside so you the can't, realm you of can't everything do else. Anything else because this is what you are. This is what you are. However, nowadays, that's why Joey Ryan's allowed to do it. That's why guys like Jack Evans. Sammy Callahan, Shane Strickland, the they're Mac. doing it and they're able to do other things because they're doing gimmicks. This is why Lucha Underground has began to do other names. So when you're there, you're a certain name, but if you go somewhere else, you're back to whatever indie name you use. This that's is why, why it's Sammy okay. Callahan, that's why it's okay when someone like Sam Callahan appears at your your promotion. Or he'll be there August seventeenth. New champion. Way to show, buddy. Love that. But yeah, that's why he can appear as Sammy Callahan at your promotion. Maybe pop over to CZW for a spell because he's there. He's still their booker, right? Um, I do not know that. I cannot confirm or deny. Okay, regardless. But that's why he can appear there. But then Jeremiah Crane can appear on Lucha Underground for a set amount of weeks once you work all that out legally. But, yeah, that was a whole situation with Hernandez. But back to Lucha Underground proper. But, yeah, uh, we have that storyline going on, and we also have the ever-expanding ever uh, story for this gauntlet going on, which is very interesting. We have King Cuerno has returned, which they've kind of turned babyface. Uh, yeah. See, we have this bit where uh, King Cuerno, at the end of last season, stole this mystic uh, gauntlet from Mil Muertes. Yep. And this week, uh, Katrina basically says, hey, I am stuck between dimensions at this point, between living and dead, and with this gauntlet, I can restore, like, I I need this gauntlet to live, basically, or she needs Phoenix's life force or something. It's weird. It's 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 very weird how they're doing this, but, like, King Cuerno, basically, (laughs) she she snuck into his hunter's bachelor man cave, which was weird. I need a man cave like this. This is cool, though. But he, she unveiled this little shrine, but the gauntlet's not there, and he's like, even I know that I'm, even I'm not dumb enough to know that there are some prizes you don't put on display. She's like, where is it? I'll never tell you. And she's like, I'm going to get this gauntlet, I'm going to get my gauntlet one way or another, so that's the big thing going on right now. But next week, they announced it's going to be, uh, it's going to be the first ever three-way to the grave match. It's going to be Mil Muertes versus Phoenix, Ray Phoenix, for those in the Indies, versus Sammy Callahan, Jeremiah Crane in a three-way coffin match, which is going to be great. That's not one of the big news coming out of episode two. This is where I lost my shit. It was a trios championship match. It was uh, 
It was uh, Killshot, yep. The Mac, yep. and their new partner, Son of Havoc, because for some reason, Dante Fox is not here yet. I believe he's injured. I believe he might be hurt, yep. which is totally understandable, but they replaced him with Son of Havoc, who's awesome. Yep. I love that guy. Cool. And they had him face off against uh, three different opponents. Yep. This one guy, I cannot remember his name, he put a bullet to my head, Sammy Guevara. Yep. And... <laughs> Jake Strong, formerly known as Swagger. No people. He, does he have like a new chant, like a, yeah. like, a, like a chest pounding thing? He's doing the Wolf of Wall Street thing, like strong, strong, strong. But yeah, Jack Swagger is back on your televisions as Jake Strong. And he looked pretty good, honestly. It seemed like he was having a, seemed like he was having a, seems like everything was going pretty well for him in this instance. It's, it, it was interesting. Like, I remember me, Mike, and you talking about, I don't know how Jack Swagger would play Lucha Underground. Yeah. And he did it well. He ditched those fucking granny panties that he was wearing on the indies. Yeah. Going back to the singlet. Was, was, it, was the first good decision he's made in a while. Yeah. I gotta feel bad for Jack Swagger because WWE promised him so much and he did not deliver on it. Yeah, it was interesting that the indies have treated him well, Working for MLW, working for Lucha Underground. He's doing good. Yeah. It's going to be something to see. Jake Strong, though. Not a name. Not my first choice for a <laughs> name, but, you know, whatever. Hey, it's whatever Lucha hey, Underground Hey, boy's wants. getting a paycheck. He's appearing on TV. What can you do? He's also, making, you gotta he's making that Medeo. Making that Medello money. He has to do something different. Like, he can't be In a bubble Jake Eager just because... That's the name he's using everywhere else. So it's weird to me. Like, Lucha Underground wants some some copyrights on some WWE names expire and some don't. Yeah. Like Simon Gotch was able to get his name back. Yeah, he's an MLW. He's Simon Gotch again. But but Jack Swagger can't get his name back, or does he just not want it back? He probably doesn't want it. He's just wants something else. That was Sammy Callahan didn't want Solomon Crow back. He just wants that gimmick to burn. Yeah, oh, he fucking does. <laughs> Interesting little stag story. And it's better, though. More, more people know Sammy Callahan. Yeah, they do. Solomon Crow, man. Talk about a guy who could have been so much better than he was. Oh, my God. The hacker gimmick could have been so well. But again, Sammy Callahan doing well for himself. Jeremiah Crane on the Underground. Sammy Callahan on the Indies. Like we mentioned, House of Glory, we just released his match today. Main event matchup. Uh, Sammy Callahan and Andrew James. James. You can see... Uh, you can see um, uh, not only Evander James, but you can see my boy Matthew Ryan Shapiro in there. Yeah, he died in that match. Healing it up, dying like you should, like you should, because he's a great heel. So yeah. kudos to you, sir. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Shapiro goes down. Yep. But yeah, uh, so Lucha Underground is available on the El Rey Network, which yep. is unfortunately very hard to get unless you have uh, Freeform think, or Comcast, I believe. Yeah, Fios, I think. Fios, I think. So if you got cable vision, well. Sorry. I just watch it on YouTube. There's a channel that uploads it. So yeah, I find it. Find I mean, your local indies. Find it. Find it uh, through any means you can. Just watch. Just, just watch. Watch. Watch the Lucha Underground because it's very fun, yep. and very colorful. There was also uh, Drago versus uh, Dragon Azteca this week, which was very yeah, fun. that was a good Lucha match. And they had uh, and they had and so Johnny Mundo and Taya popped in. Yeah. And I see. I assume this is going to lead to Johnny Mundo versus the the. The uh, the dragon tribe, or yeah, the lizard tribe. yeah. That's, it's weird what they're doing with that storyline, but whatever. But you know, Lucha Underground has gone to weird places, and they've been Lucha Underground is basically go in with an open mind. Yeah, because this is not wrestling. They imagine seen. a wrestling show directed by Robert Rodriguez. That's pretty much what you'll get. Except no machete. No, well, no, no. Yes, machete, because Danny Trejo appears in an episode. No, look to look, go to an episode on Netflix called an ulti- The Ultimate Opportunity. I know, he was there. And Machete, Machete doesn't text, but Machete was in the crowd for that one. Holy shit. I, I thought you were going to let that one pass. I was like, just let no Machete. No, Machete was there. Machete was there. Machete don't text, Machete watched the Lucha Underground. So, yeah, Lucha Underground. No, you know who was there this week that he did a commercial for them? Fucking Vanilla Ice. Ice. That was Fucking the VI was there. Go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja. This reveals our ages now. If you did not think we were older, yeah, this is. God damn it! I wasn't even around when that movie came out. Even I know, go ninja, go. But yeah, no, let's turn around. Definitely check that out. So before we get into stupid tweet of the week, let's hit him with 
the Indie Update. Woo! Uh, this, uh, don't forget, on July 14th in Hoboken, New Jersey, you can check out how you can check out Capital Wrestling Torneo de Nada, 301 Garden Street, 8 p.m., which is going to be main evented with the ultimate six-man tag team main event. Ray, tell us who's in that. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Anthony Gangone's in there, right, Ben? And what, Anthony yep. Gangone the, will be Matt McIntosh and returning Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss. Taking on an evil dream team of Sapphire Television champion, the Menfo Mofo. Mm, the Menfo Mofo. Six and two inches, I believe, something like that. Six foot, two quarter inches. Paul Jordan and wrestling's richest prize, Darius Carter. Not only that, there's going to be the um, show that the name is, the show that, the event that the show is named after, the Tournament of Nothing, as the mofo calls it, because there will be a four-man, one-night tournament to determine a new number one contender for the Sapphire Television Championship. It will be Hank Flanders going one-on-one -on -one with hey, the wait, last... Wait, 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 wait. Good Good-looking Hank Flanders no, going one-on-one. He, he on pays one. for it to be said. I know. He pays that money. <laughs> he was going one-on-one -on -one with the last to die and the host of the Flaming Table on YouTube, uh, Jeff Cannibal. Oh, he's not going to be good-looking anymore. He won't he's be good-looking anymore. <laughs> pretty boy and pretty no more. And, of course, it will be the anointed one, Timmy Danger, going one-on-one -on -one with It's uh, your boy, Jay George. Please stop texting me, sir. It's getting annoying. He was supposed to be here tonight. Unfortunately, that got rescheduled, too. Unfortunately. What the fuck is wrong with us and getting guests? I do yeah. not I do not know. I, do I almost die we lose guests. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, that's gonna be an interesting show. Check them out. They're in uh three oh one Garden Street. Is that three oh three oh one Garden Street, Hoboken, New Jersey. Yep. Check them out. Um it is going to be a very, very interesting show. Yep. And of course, uh, But then if you want to go later in the summer for what I'm telling you is going to be the biggest show of the summer, Summer Slam weekend. House of Glory presents High Intensity 7. This is basically our WrestleMania. For tickets and information, go to hogwrestling.net. Already confirmed, the real one, formerly known as Enzo Amore, will be doing a meet and greet, as I mentioned earlier. Matches confirmed so far is Violet teaming up with She to take on Sonya Strong and the returning Jessica Havoc. Not only them, they will all. The main event has been confirmed. It was announced at Temperature Rising. It will be the Amazing Red defending his House of Glory World Championship against the one above all, Anthony Gangone. In a no ropes match. If you haven't seen Anthony Gangone tear it up in a no ropes oh match before, God. guys, y'all is in for a treat. But if you're looking for some more immediate entertainment, like, say, this week or the day after this podcast goes up, hopefully, if I can get it edited in time, you... Please do. I will try <laughs> if my not, very basically this you can no You sense. can show up this Saturday afternoon in Brooklyn, Industry City, 274 36th Street in Brooklyn, 11232. You can show up for Casanova Valentine's Body Slamming Jamboree, where it will be in coalition with a IPA festival there in Brooklyn, which is going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yep, that's the Brooklyn uh, industrial area. That's going to be cool. There will be exactly. 40 breweries, food trucks, a DJ, pro wrestling, and limited edition beers and merch. Definitely check that out. The whole thing kicks off at noon, goes till about 4 o'clock, and of course you can expect a main event between the man himself, Casanova Valentine, and the man formerly known as Bull Dempsey, now known as Bull James on the Indies. So that'll be a lot of fun. If I'm not mistaken, that's being hosted by the Boulevard Bullies. That's okay. Hi, Boulevard Bullies. Sup, guys? Bullies. Look, what's up, guys? Love your beards. You're a credit to the craft. Yep. And, of course, you can get in there. You can also see former WWE superstar Mike Mondo will be there. So oh, be that's cool. NYWC Hall of Famer Mike Mondo. That'll be how Okay, Mikey from the Spirit Squad. And, of course, there will be a six- Man, suicidal six ways. Oh, I think it. Joe Gase is in there, right? Oh, of course, our boy Joe Gacy, Wes Lawless, Brandon Watts, Connor Claxton, Joe Gacy, Kit Osborne, and G Raver going to be tearing it up in Brooklyn oh, this God. Saturday. So don't forget Casanova Valentine's Body Slamming Jamboree, June 23rd. The Presented Green by NYWC. At the Green City IPA Festival, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Industry City, 274 36th Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11232. 
definitely check that out. I'll be there for sure because I'll be doing some flyering for the Capital Wrestling, of course. I don't know if I'm going because I might be busy. I'm still sick too, so I don't want to go to be with a whole bunch of people that are going to have germs. Yeah. But we will definitely see. I don't want to die. But yeah, go check out some indie wrestling this weekend because the summer only lasts so long and we only have so much free time in our lives. So before we let you guys go tonight, let's end it with, of course, even though Home Milk Mike isn't here, I know he would want us to keep this segment going. Of course, oh God. it is time for... Stupid Tweet of the Week. Stupid Tweet of the Week. Whether it's wrestling or not, we know that someone out there on the internet said some stupid shit this week. And thankfully, to tie back to our original conversation about Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal, let us No, in. wait, before fans think, no, we're not going to give the Roman tweet or Charles Robinson tweet. That would be its own other podcast because... It'll be its own that's, thing. I think one day we have to talk about it. We, we will talk, talk about, about that. Wrestling fans and all fans in general, but that would be a discussion when all three of us here, and I want to have one more person on for that. We will go That's going to be something we'll talk about to get him on soon, and that would be a good discussion to have. That but be, for now, this is the tweet. Here is the hot, fresh bit of bullshit we have for you. So this fan I will not name because we're not about having people get reprimanded on the internet. Yeah, we really don't want you guys to get in trouble. We're tweeted just... out this following bit of nonsensical dribble. Yep. Let me, let me put on my best Mark voice for this one. Roman fans are so stupid and like him only because he looks so cool slash hot to them. They're either lonely housewives with shaggy tits, kids under 12, or Indians who have so little knowledge of pro wrestling. Speak poor English and tweet with something like, Big Dog is best. Um... I didn't know you could be sexist, racist, and uninformed in the same sentence, but kudos to you, sir. You I think critical. <laughs> wow. Because where the fuck is your grammar? And what the fuck? Got to grammar check that what ass, the, boy. Come on. Fuck? How do you complain about, oh, God, you yeah. illiterate fuck? You illiterate fuckwit. So, yeah. Okay, so that tweet, that pissed me off. <laughs> that was the That was a perfect voice for it, too, because I believe I could see it now. Yeah, you my mark voice. Oh, my. Yeah. Why is this indie show? Is John Cena going to be here? Oh, God. I thought this was going to be like NXT. This is garbage. What is this? What do you mean I can't get beer at this indie show? This is garbage. Oh, this is yeah. bullshit. My God. Y'all, if you're going to tweet stupid shit like that, try to have a point. And not only that, like, mostly the people that do this are the ones that are complaining again about everything and are, are the ones to say, I want this. You get that, oh, but I don't want it anymore. What the fuck do you want? What do you... I'm sorry, tonight's episode has basically been us against the indie fans, but we have... Not even indie fans. GWP just... versus the world. God, tonight has been basically enjoy wrestling. That's the point. Everyone wants to enjoy wrestling. That is what wrestling is. It's entertainment. It's a spectacle. It's a business. Enjoy for what it is and have fun. This is what we do. We have fun. We drink a few beers. We talk. We do this and give you guys our thoughts. You don't hear us complaining every fucking segment. Well, we do complain. <laughs> we're, Just not about saying, we're not saying, oh, not do this, do this. If we complain, we give a reason. Why? And then we're we explain, maybe do this. Other maybe fans are this. just saying, oh, don't do that. So what should they do? Oh, I don't know. They should think it. Like, yeah. What? Like, give guys, a logical reason. I know WWE might make some mistakes here and there, but God, give give them a little rope here. Yep. Come on. Give them some rope. So, on that note, it is finally time to bring this one home. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Yep. Once again, without you guys, there is no show. We and again, don't take it. any of this that we're saying too seriously. Again, we just want to give our thoughts because at the end of the day, we just want you all to enjoy wrestling. That this is, is something, that's as a community, we can all enjoy. If it's your local indie, if it's the WWE, if it's New Japan, if it's ROH, if it's AAA, if it's Lucha fucking underground, underground. it's something that we're all enjoying as a community because the wrestling community is broad. It it's goes the best through community fans, in the world. workers, students, everything. It's one whole big family. And just Why enjoy. do you think me and this guy have jobs in the wrestling industry? Because we love it. We were that stupid to get jobs in the business. It's taken years off our lives. But we don't care because it's that awesome. We've and we're not it. changing it for a minute. We so again, minute. I have been the Law Ramundo. Wait, we have to give our plugs real quick, of course. Oh yeah, we have to plug. 
Goddamn, yeah. Mike doesn't show up for one week and you're off your game. Letting that I just recorded five episodes of Gob Games. So speaking of Gob Games, tune in youtube.com slash Gob Games for our main channel, youtube.com slash the General Mission Wrestling Podcast. If they want to listen to more of the podcast, Ben, where should they go? You can tune in on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and Podtastic. Don't forget, we also have a YouTube channel for just our wrestling content and discussions exclusively. I just said the General Mission Wrestling General Mission Wrestling Podcast is the main channel. That's going to be for basically the broad of everything. Our gaming channel, as I mentioned, is Games. Once again, also you can follow us on the Twitter machine at BGAWP Show, and you can follow us on Facebook at the General Admission Wrestling yep. Podcast. Follow and us there for all forms of news updates, video updates, and general memory. And then live streams, and we do those like we did this weekend. We did two live streams for Post and the Show to NFC Chicago. That's where Mike got missed. Tune into that. It was very funny. I learned how to do miss. That was cool. Also, uh, if you want to support us and buy a shirt, we're setting that up now. Please, if you have a problem, let us know. Redbubble.com slash uh, the pop show? I believe so, but we'll okay. definitely get that hammered down. If also go soon. to, I, th- I think our tea public store is still there, so go to We make no well. money off of it, but who cares? It doesn't matter. If you if you do buy a shirt, please send us the picture. Send us a picture. We'll show it on social. We love your guys' support. So always listen to the podcast, leave us reviews, go to the YouTubes, just support you. Support wrestling for what we do, support wrestling. And guys, I think that is all the time we have for this week. Yep. So guys, once again, I'm Avenging Ben. I'm Laurie Mundo. Reminding you to enjoy, we are the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Coming through all the bullshit, getting right to the nitty gritty of the weird and wild world of professional wrestling on a weekly basis. Guys, have a good night. Enjoy professional wrestling. And do not forget... I guess I'll do it this week because Mike's not here. Don't forget to... Join the madness. Good night. Seamless. Now you're still a loser. Again, join the madness, follow the law. Oh, and Mike, he accepts. See you guys next week.